and welcome back to KDJ Podcast. Sponsored by 570 Disc Golf. Sponsored you by 570. Dude, it's that position, because last time Joe was sitting there, he said, welcome to KDJ. You have to get your sample beer out of the fridge. I'll grab one. Yeah, so we came back, and here we are, uh, bringing in Mr. Ry Ry McGlynn. Hello, hello. What's up, Ryan? Not much. Glad to be here. Hell yeah. Welcome Good to, to have the you. show. Welcome. And this will be probably in like four four weeks from now, because we're backstocked. Two weeks? No, it'll be... Next. Really? Not this Monday, but fine. Yeah. Huh. I always do guess above. <laughs> like that yeah. Random ass bullshit we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So what are we trying today? Uh, today we're sampling Kona Brewing Big Wave Golden Ale. Uh, today's uh, s- um, beers are brought to you by my beard company. They were like, we're giving out a whole lot of free samples today, and this is one of them. So thank you to my beer distributor who pays me handsomely for being so good looking. <laughs> they, they, they pay you in beer. <laughs> Cheers. Happy Brother's Day. Happy Brother's yeah, Day. Cheers. Cheers. Liquid Aloha. I feel like I'm feeling it. I do like the can with the like Hawaiian guys surfing the wave in a canoe. That's the that's there's, the there's song we should have brought this too. in on. Something like Hawaii 102, uh, 202, 201, 102, Let's go. Where are they from? Uh, from Hawaii. Brewed in Jersey. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> you, never know, you never know these. No, they days. they are actually brewed uh, in Portland, Oregon, apparently. Yeah. So. Huh. 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 So oh. even the commercials say that they're from. Oh no, Fairfield, Carol, uh, California, Fort Collins, Car, Colorado, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. What the fuck? Anywhere but (laughs) (laughs) on the islands. (laughs) That's insanity. I'm deeply shocked. Let's see if I butcher this one sitting in the seat. Are you going to read? Paddled into the easy drinking island refreshments with the big wave. So smooth it's like catching the crest of a breaking wave at Oahu Oahu, Maka Beach. And gliding all the way into the sandy shore. <laughs> Paradise is just one sip away. So bring your ohana along with the ride. Son of a bitch, I one have to put on a song. It's all right. Over. I like it. It's smooth. It's Absolutely. A good beer. This is good we beer. We haven't had a good beer in a while. A, we, had, we haven't <laughs> had a good regular beer in a while. You're right. Yeah. Like without extra flavors in it or whatever. Yeah, this it's, is good. I would drink this all the time. This is beer. Yeah, I like it. But before we read it, brought to you by the internet. The ad of YouTube. Yeah, it is. Is this the ad survey? That was the ad for uh, Liberty Liberty Mutual. (laughs) I'm going to go with an 86. I'll go 86. Hawaiian Christmas Day. Maliki Liki Maka, don't you know? Uh, just just leave a play while we rate it. Of uh, of uh, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Absolutely, which it's was down hands down probably one of the best best Christmas movies. movie ever. 
Probably. Definitely a Christmas movie. Especially with the cat. Without a doubt, though, it is a Christmas movie, right? Cat gets electrocuted, yeah. dies. It's great. Yeah, definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, so just just so you're aware, we rate uh, the beers on one to eighty eight scale. It's a flux capacitor yeah, scale. One to oh, eighty eight yeah. miles an hour. Uh, zero, you're not bringing it anywhere, and eighty eight miles, you're bringing it into the future and back. Oh man, I give this an eighty eight all the way. Yeah, I'll give this. I'll give this an eighty eight too. Sun. I came in, saw the box, and went, "Oh, is that the beer we're tasting?" <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's all I've been drinking for the last couple months. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have another one that Keith is gonna absolutely hate. It's gonna make his Christmas want to go <laughs> boo, like every Christmas. <laughs> like every Christmas. <laughs> but, but what about you? Uh, you guys Justin, ruined Christmas give this year. Eighty-six. Okay. Eighty-six. Oh, that's a really high score for me. Uh, I can't not rate this an eighty-eight because it makes me feel like this song. Happy. So happy. So what'd you rate it? 88. 88. 86? Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the kind of beer I'm, I would buy this. I'm going to actually like, go I would deliberately go to the store looking for this and beer. A full you know? I do. Yeah. I do deliberately oh, yeah. go to the store. It's good beer. <laughs> I walk into beer distributors, and when they don't have this, I leave and go to another one. To <laughs> God <this>. damn it. <laughs> Did I you only, ever try that I, one? I only on drink Big Wave, wave bro. <laughs> Facts. Yo, you hang 10 or what? Yeah, <laughs> Facts. I hang 12. 12 packs. Yeah. I All actually, right. first time I had this was uh, for a little while at the gym. Nice. We would do Beer Fridays. We all bring beer in on Fridays, and then you'd beat the shit out of each other, and then drink the beer. <laughs> hey, don't drink the beer first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, I was bringing in like bog standard garbage PBR Yingling. Don't hey, say hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh no, I love I love. A good He's gonna peeves. fight don't you. Don't worry, don't worry. I love a good piece. Doesn't well, it's hard right now. Doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> the fact that it's still like bog standard garbage beer. <laughs> One thing you must know about the McGlins, they love being hit. So no matter how much you hit them, it's not going to change anything. And the one day, I forgot to bring beer. I texted one of the guys on, they live much closer to the gym than I do. I was like, hey, bro, I forgot beer. Can you grab a case? And he brings in bottles of this. And oh, everyone's like, oh. be good out of a bottle. Yeah. It's, it's about the same, to be honest. He brings in bottles of it, and everyone's like, nah, man, there's a beer distributor right across the street from the gym. Hmm. Everyone's like, nah, right next door, grab something that we all know. And I was like, nah, I'm going to crack into this beer. And ever since I cracked into this beer, I've been drinking it nonstop. Sweet. I can definitely say that I've never had it before. I worked at uh, at my beer distributor, and um, when I did, I was like, damn, I need to drink more of this. And I haven't had one Kona that I could truly say that I disliked, so good for them. It's four point four percent alcohol. Yeah, it's it's very light. It says C bottom, but there's nothing on the bottom except the date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Liars. that's, that's the trip. born on date or the goodbye date. One of the two. I don't know because they really fucked me up by not being made in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm greatly disappointed by that. But hey, Joe, you should call the number right now <laughs> and be like, "You're liars." Just ask them. Like, why? Yeah. What's going on? Why are you not made in Hawaii? He's so he's so comfortable over there on his couch. He barely you know, stayed I, awake the whole time. I sat here once out of a necessity and now you just feel love at home. That spot. <laughs> I feel at Oscar home. the Grouch, the couch man can. Yeah, I just sit like this. No big deal. Relaxing on the couch. 
How are those fold-out chairs, boys? <laughs> you know, they're pretty okay. comfy. They're pretty good. <laughs> I can feel the heat. Thanks, Mama Hans. You know, <laughs> real quick, what was it? Uh, Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. I went down to my grandma's. Oh, was there a Christmas? Did you you celebrate it? Yeah, dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At my grandma's, right? And uh, my grandma's yelling at my mother because they brought chairs. And she's like, this is all the chairs you brought? And my mom's like, yes, somebody has the chairs. I'm like, yes, somebody does. <laughs> I need them. I need so, these chairs. So how did Ant do in the tournament? Well, he fought a tough guy. You didn't fight? No, I was coaching that day. Oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, no, he was fighting a guy. He's been a black belt probably about four times as long as him. Are you still waiting for your uh, card debut? Or, or Wait, time out. Can we... Uh, Rewind the story so the listeners oh, are going to know. Yeah, whoops. No. So let's rewind it. So you were talking about at the gym and stuff like that. Yeah, so. And the Beer Friday. So what gym do you attend and what do you do? And how'd you get into? Yes. Yeah, whoops. So I, I train at Tri-State We don't know him, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and neither well, do the listeners. <laughs> you guys I, suck. I train at Tri State MMA up in Milford, Pennsylvania, right where oh, New York yeah. Yep. New Jersey and Pennsylvania meet. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Tri-State. <laughs> oh. Yeah, a little workplace. How many states are there? <laughs> Six states. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did you grow up in it? Uh, yeah, Yes and no. Uh, so, my journey through martial arts, uh, I started boxing when I was 12 with a guy named Brian Padone over in Stroudsburg. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you know where the ribbon factory is, yep. he had a loading bay for a store across the street that he rented out. He slapped a boxing ring in there and a couple heavy bags. Nice. Uh, he put somebody on the Olympic team, like super, super good guy. And then uh, <clears throat> he ended up moving back into New York, and I trained with James Simrel up in Scranton and the surrounding areas uh, up until probably around 2012. And then we moved over to Tri-State, and we've been there ever since. Uh, started with boxing, moved into more traditional Muay Thai, a little bit of Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Not, yeah, but in a way, uh, <laughs> that was great uh, um, physical uh, projection of regular Jiu-Jitsu. They, they swirl around fucking... Um, Staffs and stuff, but <laughs> yeah. well, isn't like uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu like the standard now? Yeah, like so that's like your main. Not to not to be a hipster, but I started doing it before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and now you got a man posers. <laughs> <laughs> the so, rest of them are posers, dude. <laughs> these peasants doing what I do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu came into popularity. Because of the UFC and MMA in general, yep. um, there's actually some fun mm-hmm. conspiracy theories on that, which are more or less confirmed. <laughs> but uh, the reason why Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu became so popular with people who aren't fighters, in case you're wondering, yeah. uh, one of the main reasons is obviously because it's so successful in mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. And the other reason is because it's genuinely pretty easy on the body. You don't really get hurt. Except for your ears, because cauliflower ears. That's yeah, a lot about leverage and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I so mean... it's, it's very specifically using more of my body to fight less of your body, yep. so I have mechanical advantage. Absolutely. Um, so aside from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I also 
uh, we call it kickboxing, but it's not kickboxing. When people say the word kickboxing, they don't normally mean kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we do is technically called UDS, which stands for Universal Defense Systems, which was founded by Ralph Mitchell. And uh, he was a more or less contemporary of Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. So it's very similar in concept. It's taking... He he, he trained in a ton of martial arts. Trained in savat, kung fu, wrestling, American kickboxing, Muay Thai, karate, bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of mashed it all together into one really cohesive... I wouldn't say easy to learn, but hmm. easy to learn. Easier you to know, learn. Yeah, easier. <laughs> it's definitely easier to learn the concepts together than it is to spend 45 years learning all of the martial arts and then trying to put it together on your own and then by the time you learn it all on your own and cheater <laughs> yeah, he's got the like uh, game day advantage over these dudes that are like came out to fight so that's 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 what we do uh my brother anthony had a brazilian jiu-jitsu competition last weekend i think it was last weekend yep yeah it was yeah uh fought a i think it was a matt sarah black belt uh, super fight out in Long Island. Uh, super tough guy. Fought way outside of his weight class. Uh, my, <laughs> brother, my brother's about five foot eight. Yeah. Normally walks around about 175 pounds. There was no weigh-ins. Uh, he took the fight on 48 hours notice because yeah. the other guy's opponent pulled out. We walk in. The dude's four inches taller than me. And has been a black belt probably twice as long as Jesus. my brother's been a black belt. So. Yeah, it was tough. It was a yeah. No, he was definitely a tough dude. He was he was very good, and uh, my brother ended up losing to a, I believe it was a rear naked choke, probably oh. somewhere around the. Four What's and the half period mark. times for those? So it's different for every competition. The uh, so if you do the what is considered the standard, you do an IBJJF. It depends on belt level, and I believe it's white belts get. Five minutes, blue belts get six minutes, purple belts get seven minutes, and up to black belt. Uh, if you do like a good fight, I believe they are similar time formats. I think it's five minutes for white and blue, and then like six minutes for purple and brown. And but then if you go and you do like a uh... no 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 good fight, good fight was like six minutes for white, and then like eight minutes for blue. And you go all the way up, uh, and then in the finals, there's no time limit. Jesus. Yeah. So do you have, is it rounds or periods? <laughs> it's it's one round for most tournaments. Uh, you can win on points in tournaments that do points. Or submission. Or submission. Right. Uh, the, the good fight is submission only. There's no points. Wow. So, so you it, just go. Shit. You just go. Go um, until someone gives up. Yeah. What's the longest that's gone for? That's probably a long So time. I know my longest match... Uh, I did a tournament one time. It was an in-house tournament, which means the gym hosts it instead of one of the big affiliations. And the rule set was 20-minute match, 10-minute overtime. That's a long <laughs> time. That's a, fight. That is a long fight. Each other, and right? so it was 20 minutes, sub only. If there was no submission within 20 minutes, they stand you up. They give you between zero seconds and a minute to recover. And just so everybody who's listening, it's like you're just sparring, yeah. right? Oh, it's it's... Pretty so, bad. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, there's no strikes. But other than that, it's a fight. Yeah. So I can't punch him, I can't kick him. I right, can't yeah, him, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just gotta keep but rolling. But it's, it's a fight. 
it's it's not crocodile rolling match. Yeah, it's not it's not like a little it's not a friendly spar. It's a no. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm putting it in perspective. Like you're not, you know, yeah, yeah. to the juggler every time you're <laughs> you're yeah. rolling around doing submissive moves and yeah. but you're fighting to win. Exactly. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. So, it's like a wrestling match on steroids. This was my first tournament I ever did. Uh, I'm a big boy. I know you guys can't see me. Um, How much you weigh? Uh, right now, I'm about 270. He's got me by uh, he got 40, me by pounds. 40 pounds. <laughs> so, uh, this the, the first competition I did, I was about 17. I was walking around about 230. Same height I am now. Similar build. And uh, first guy I fought was my weight class. So, it's separated into weight classes normally. Uh, my weight class was 200 plus. So is that the cap? Like it's two hundred up. It's different or is for it... every tournament. Again, uh, you'll yeah. find some That's tournaments. Cool, no? Yeah, some tournaments will run up to two thirty. Some go to two thirty five. Some go to two twenty five. Some go to two hundred. It's and if damn, just two hundreds running around, little guys, <laughs> just meaties, <laughs> just meaties running around, oh, little so, guys. First competition was probably about sixteen, seventeen. Uh, white belt fighting. First match was against a dude who was in his late twenties. Was about six foot seven, about two hundred ninety five pounds. Uh, went the full twenty minutes, no sub. Went in ten minute overtime on no rest. Went the ten, full ten minutes, won by like four points. <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah>. that's crazy. <laughs> so you, that's I don't want to like jump all over dude. all over the place, but you speaking these twenty minutes and ten minutes. What's your conditioning like? My conditioning is garbage. <laughs> it's like a situation where it's over and you're just like thank god good I, lord I, I'm you know, I've, I've definitely had <laughs> matches nap. like that um, fortunately somebody I give train, me a cigarette <laughs> fortunately I train uh, with, with a good a good school with good instructors and while my conditioning may not be great my jujitsu is very solid so where most people would have to put a lot of athleticism and effort into things. I can do things a little bit more smoothly with a little less effort, so I get a little less tired. Well, the highest level jujitsu—that's the intention, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like you're not part. exerting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a minimalist <laughs> approach to the maximum damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, most uh, fundamentally, all martial all martial arts strive to be that. You know, if you're a boxer, you don't want to rely on being the strongest, fastest, most yeah, agile, be best condition guy. You want to be able to like, yeah. you're lasting. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to do things efficiently, so I don't have to be right. You know, it definitely to, helps to be. You don't want to be yeah. above exerting your body, right? You want to just flow. Hell yeah, like a big wave, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a big wave. So, but seriously, you got to do some conditioning. Like that's. I don't Pretty care sweet. who you are. Thirty minutes. So my dude, if you if I fucking rolled around for three minutes, I would pass <laughs> the fuck. Well, that's out, what dude. I'm saying. Like to the, the average person, you know, going. Yeah. Have you ever had your arm like behind your head and your leg across your face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not I wrestled back in the day. I can't fucking breathe. Oh yeah, I'm depends not even on who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah. So all of, all of my conditioning comes from training. I don't I don't run, obviously. <laughs> uh, he eats burgers yeah. and fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who likes to run? 
Yeah, I, don't I know, know a lot of people that, that love running. God bless oh, them. No, yeah. because I uh, <laughs> runs for fun. That's what I always say. What's chasing you? Except I Where see are you going every oh day. I God. see this eighty. He's got to be like sixty to seventy year old guy, run up and down nine forty. Good on him. And man. I'm like, and it'll be cold, rainy, <laughs> sunny days, and I just drive past him, and I'm like. Honestly, God bless you. And his arms are moving faster than his legs. Dude, he probably watched like a David Goggins interview like two years ago and was like, I'm going to do this so I, I, for I my country. 30 minutes is my longest match. Tomorrow, it's one of our Purple Belt's birthdays. He's turning 42. And he asked me today if we could do a 42-minute roll. Good Lord. Keep Ooh. drinking, bro. <laughs> so, come tomorrow... My longest roll will definitely be 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't think any of us are going to enjoy this beer now that I've opened it and smelled it. It is literally liquid Christmas tree. So, so we got a half time. <laughs> so we have, I'm not even interested in trying it. Are we, so. are we going in overtime? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Let's hope so. So this is Evergreen Magic by Blue Point. And it literally says on it that it's a double dry hop hazy double IPA with spruce needles. <laughs> it's made with Christmas tree. So, I mean, um, I'm interested in seeing what this is all about. I mean, there is a tree right on the label. You know what's funny to me, though? It's if you're drinking Dude, an IPA and you're shocked actually, that they I, would add shockingly pine needles good. to it. You have the... No, I don't Dude, even care. I promise you. I just don't even care. I promise you that you will actually kind of like it. I, I'm certain that I won't. It's refreshingly, it's strangely good. <laughs> it's really not that bad. It's so weird, but it's so good. <laughs> to describe the flavor. 8%. It tastes like an 8% beer. Oh, it's, Jesus. It's heavy Christ. and crisp. This is yeah, a all Yeah, but the taste is way different. The bitter end. So... And the floral so, beginning. But it's not as bad as you thought it would be. It's just, yeah, it's, no, it's floral. It is as bad as I it's, thought it would be. It fucking is as bad as I thought it would be. What you, are you talking about? You know about? what I would say? This is like tingy to the taste buds. It's like I went out into the woods <clears throat> and made pine beer <laughs> and just chewed on the pine needles. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to put this in my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna Dude, shake I, it. You know, I originally I was it. a skeptic when I heard of it being like they put spruce needles. Joe would love in this it. beer. I really I, like it's it. Not this terrible. is this what? is something completely different. Bro, you would drink this to get fucked up. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. At eight no. percent, this will most definitely this fuck would you like, up. But I guarantee you, after one of those, you will be shitting your pants. So Strata, <laughs> Chinook, Simcoe, and Simcoe Cryo are the. Uh, are the actual um, types of hops that they used for this. And and you know what? It really is like a nice, sweet, floral bouquet with um, with a real heavy, uh, like, IPA taste with a little bit of pine at the end. I mean, the smell tastes like anything that I drank at yeah. 8%. Like, it, once you get 8%, it's they It's refresh, It's refreshingly same, different. And they all taste the same. I knew you'd hate it. To but I, I had a high hope that mm. maybe you would... He's just... He doesn't like IPAs. You know, I, you I know why? Do you know why? Because I like fucking flavors that don't suck. <laughs> 
right, Every IPA tastes exactly the so, same. Ten over I am. So I would That's definitely right give now. this a, a 56. <laughs> Zero. Really? Negative 56? five. 56. Yep. <laughs> this is a Miata, not a DeLorean. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you got against Miatas? They're not DeLoreans. Did you see that they That's made an electric De- DeLorean? He has a Miata. It, it, it is I pretty pity. <laughs> Would you and, give you can, and you can get a kit, and you can get That's a, a kit. That's car. not my fault. <laughs> and you can get a kit car to make them into any vehicle you want. No, you can't. You can make them look like any vehicle you right. want. Right, big difference. You can also get an upgrade an engine kit and stuff too. But yeah, you can put sure. like. Not a fast a Porsche. engine. Oh no! You can put no. a yeah. You yeah, can. You can yeah. They don't drop in. Yeah, yeah they do. You yep. can drop an LS7 right in there. Bullshit. Yep. Yeah, they, you they got make a adaption adaptations you uh, about a quarter inch out of a firewall. You can That's drop an it. LS. Right. You have to. Yeah. So no, I was, no, no. It's, so not, I was it's right. a modification. It's not no, I heard you guys saying how I was right. Yeah. It's the it's the couch. It gives me all the answers. So the couch is the answers. This corner you can't yeah, we'll, talk. We'll we'll do this. Uh, if you guys decide you like me, next time I come back, I'll bring the auto. I'll take you for a spin, and then you can. Uh, we were told that you were bringing tequila. Is it is it a is it a standard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. he doesn't. He's not a fucking foo foo. Don't let the friggin' man bun fool you, okay? Well, it, it, it wasn't the man bun, but now that you, I didn't even notice the man bun. But the Miata and the man bun combo. Stereotypically, yeah, but he's grabbing gears, bro. Listen, all I gotta say is, I've driven fast cars, I've driven muscle cars, I've owned fast cars. Mm-hmm. It is the easiest car to pick chicks up in. It's Facts. You pull up, drop a Camaro, the top. I don't know. No woman is interested in a Camaro. Tesla. Yeah, for real, they're like up, Tesla. <laughs> nice old <laughs> man car. <are> you okay? <laughs> you, pull up, you pull up in a Camaro, all the attention you're getting from is the other dudes. Yeah. You pull up in a Miata, and they're like, oh, look at that cute little car. Mm. Like, yeah, it is Fact. a cute little car. I've seen, them, I've seen them pull chicks in that car, bro. I know. A little Asian women. <laughs> yep. What'd you that give this not. beer? I gave it a 56. What are you giving it? I'm going to give it a solid 50. Yo, I'm going weird. I'm going 69. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's got to be the chair. Bro, the 69. It might be the chair. It might be that I just got out of work and I just want to get drunk. <laughs> but well, it's not that bad. That. Like, it's good. Know. Dude, I really it, enjoy this beer. It's definitely a back-of-the-tongue beer. And, it, and there's no bite to it. It's not... So Blue Point is from Long Island, too, which is a, another style point for them, you know? Don't care. I didn't tell you. Go we on. were out there for that competition. Uh-huh. It's at 10th Planet Gym. So, if you guys aren't, if you don't follow jiu We don't know Eddie that Bravo. one. Eddie uh, Bravo. Yeah, Eddie Bravo. Yeah. Uh, 10th Planet. Uh, more or less dispensaries. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, like, not not really. Like, they're not selling pot out of the door. But, like, not yet. I promise you most of the dudes in there. Everybody's stoned. Will. Yeah. You walk <laughs> in there and you're like... I'm high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Why do I have cotton mouth all the mouth. You go to Mandatory pre-roll brownies. <laughs> when, you, when you pull into tournaments, uh, most of the time, for you know bigger tournaments, you pull in, first vehicle you see, ambulance. Right there. Uh, a lot of a lot of insurance companies want you to have an ambulance on staff. You need a paramedic. They want someone there in case someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. We pull in. It's an ambulance. But it's green. No. It's a pot truck. So I was like, man, that's a weird ambulance. We get a little closer. There's a big pot leaf on the side. And right underneath it, it says, Canna Ambulance. And I was like, no. 
<laughs> Help me, I'm done. I, I need a brownie, <laughs> dude. I went to I went to New York City recently in Manhattan, and it's fully <clears throat> legal. Like on the streets, in the stores, they have a storefront called Weed World. Let me tell you something. I thought it was just a head shop. I went in there and I looked in the friggin' display case, and lo and behold, weed in the display case. You could pick the nugget, you could pick the strain, you could pick whatever the fuck you want. I got it's amazing a how far we've come. I got a pre-rolled and an eighth, that and cost I walked sixty-seven dollars. Not even. It was le- it was cheap as shit. Yeah, I think you're right because the the eighth was thir- forty bucks wait, and the pre rolled was sixty seven fifteen dollars. Shit, it no, was. I think you're right. <laughs> well, did you just smoke prices. it? Not yet, but I will. Um, but yo, so like, it's so dope because they're like free. They're like everywhere you walk in Manhattan smells like weed. People are not acting up. People are just chilling out, smoking bud, doing what they do. And uh, that's it. So one of the things that was really surprising to me when we were in New York fishing was how much marijuana was being smoked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, me and you looked at each other and were like, what the fuck? It was <laughs> literally everybody. everybody. <laughs> so, so, so Joe took you guys up to Pulaski, huh? Yeah. He tell you the first time you went there? Year. The first time you went there? Yeah. You know who brought him for the first time? You, I'm imagining? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. His dad was like... You want to come with us to Pulaski? This was years ago. And I'm like, hell yeah. And he's like, oh, you, you like fishing, huh? And I'm like, hell yeah. And he's like, you haven't even fished yet. <laughs> and then when I got there, I was like, holy fuck, he's right. Well, I don't like what you instilled in Joe, because he wakes up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning and then <laughs> takes you down some treacherous fat man shouldn't walk down this type shit. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, we're going to cross this gigantic river <laughs> where'd you and take him i know you can't see anything. i took him to the ballpark oh ballpark's easy no no i like took them down the, the penguin squat i put uh, i pulled them down the friggin through the jungle and shit i was fucking <laughs> with a machete and shit like fucking. no he goes down this like ass like there's i, I like very in the woods like i don't mind but in. he went down this like penguin chute that penguins would slide <laughs> down into the ice cold water with machetes and i'm like joe we gotta go in. There's Fall in, boys. Twenty feet Bring down. Them out. Yeah, but this nobody Charlie knows about us. this. And I'm like, all right. So we go down it, and then <laughs> forty people. Ten minutes later, <laughs> like fifty people are coming down the penguin path. I'm like, Joe, I thought people didn't know about that. <laughs> Everybody knows about hey. everything, Blasky. Yeah. Next time you take them up there, <coughs> you gotta take them back behind Stony. I know. Nice, easy, small river. Nothing really to yeah, sweep you out. Little creek. Good to walk in. Tons of fish. Yeah, I'm very a lot excited about going up there again. Yeah, hell yeah! This time I'll actually catch Justin's fish instead of letting it get away. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he landed my fish, fish too. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! We tell you about the time we went up there. It was just me and my dad. Pulled a fish, no rod. What? You my kicked rod. it out of the water, didn't no, you? No, no. My my. Uh, so I I use a fly pole. I don't want to call it fly fishing because it's not fly fishing because Pulaski fishing isn't normal fishing. And uh, my line was either tangled or I snapped my lead. And so I had no pull for a moment. That fish came up, nestled right up behind a rock, like four feet in front of me. And I was like, I got to try it. And I just walked real nice and slow out to the fish. He's sitting behind this rock, just vibing. I stand right on top of him and I just snatch him out of the river. 
That's sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've seen videos of people grabbing so, them by their tails. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. But you have to hold on. Oh, yeah. Because it's just pure muscle just wanting to go yeah. that direction. Yeah. And you're holding their power. That's why I had to body the one that Keith got. That's what happened. No. I should have bodied you your fish, too. He literally, like, was straight <laughs> Laid up. Laid on like, top of that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> fucking spread eagle, like, on his stomach. Just Starfish boom, that motherfucker. on the fish. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, Sweet. thank you, Joe. Thank you I know for I should have did that for you, but the dedication. That's cool. You had a beer in your patch that you spilled. <laughs> I did. Had <laughs> a beer the whole time. That's, oh, that's no. a good excuse, Joe. It's Sorry, true. guys. It's true. I give it to you. So Sorry, anyway. Justin. I'll let you down. So we're getting like next year talking about everything and anything. Hell yeah, because that's what we do on this show. So let's let's talk about Hang the on, man let me, of the let hour me interject. here. So I don't have anything to really interject. <laughs> it's got to be that seat. I'm telling you. <laughs> We're not in our normal configuration. So, today. so tell us, tell us your story about oh, back of, back in the olden days, because um, everyone wants to hear about what I did that was uh, questionable. <laughs> so, oh God. there's a there's you a guys story. don't even know you don't even know who I am outside. Like, so I was referred to as Dark Star back in the day, and uh, the grind, Dark Star grind. Yep. AKA dumb fucks. AKA back in the day. We were the jackass that never came to be. But you can tell the story of the day that never, uh, the night that never happened. So here's how I wasn't there for this. No, unfortunately. I just want to put this one out there. I wasn't there for this. So some of these details might be a little uh, second handy. Oh, they're, they're pretty accurate, as what I heard. So what I heard was uh, they were brainstorming some ideas. And they came up with this idea. They thought it would be hilarious to give someone laxative. And then duct tape them to a tree. Until they shit themselves. So they all drew straws. And someone had to draw the short straw. It was Joe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It had to be It was me. And then somewhere along the way, someone came up with the bright idea that whoever was duct taped in the tree should be wearing women's underwear. Because yes. it would make it extra funny. Yes. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> and easier to see the shit coming out. That's extra that, funny. And honey to, on the chest. <laughs> just to say that I could tell you this much. At least you'd be able to see the poo coming out. You know? Otherwise, how do you see it? But continue. Now, you logic your way through this. You would think you would be like two feet off the ground, taped to the trunk of the tree. Nope. Nice, easy, comfortable-ish, <laughs> as much as you can be duct taped to a tree. No. <clears throat> what they did instead was they climbed halfway up the tree, walked out on a limb, <laughs> duct taped him face down Jesus Christ. <laughs> to yeah. this limb, mm-hmm. and left him there. Yep. How long went by before... Uh, Wait, before time you... out, time out, time out, real quick. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Jesus how the hell did they duct tape you out on a limb face down i held on to the said tree and then they literally wrapped duct tape around me until it held my weight i don't know how long you guys have known this man right here yeah. but this man used to be a phenomenal freak athlete yeah he still is oh well, yeah i've seen him cross rivers i could run really fast for a fat guy <laughs> like really fast pretty fast not that fast. i believe it so, continuing the story, <clears throat> Joe, how long were you up in that tree before uh, before <laughs> hours you, before your before your legs went numb and your hands went numb? 
hours. And the laxative hadn't kicked in yet. It didn't kick in. It never kicked in. <laughs> could you, could you I imagine was so pissed just, like, like, like walking into park? And I was like, and you just, just see, like, fucking a man let me out. women's panties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go the other direction. <laughs> Joe's <laughs> up there. Please help me. And they're like, fuck no, dude. I don't know how you got up there. At me, like, I don't want to know how you got up there. <laughs> we know that the laxative is going to kick in sometime. And I'm like, it's never going to kick in. Never. Let me the fuck down. And at this point, it's been like four, five hours at this four point. five hours? <laughs> Into the night. It was light when we started. It was pitch black when we stopped. And at this point, I'm so pissed off that I'm literally pissing on people. Like, they were like, oh, come on, I'm going to help you. And they kept walking away. I'm like... Come on, come come a little closer. And I'm like pissing all out the side of my fucking pants and shit. And it was crazy. But yeah, I never shit my pants. So he's, he's up there. This is how I hear the story. He's up there. <laughs> Trying to push it out. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you couldn't muster up one oh, little no. fucking puff oh, no. to get things going, dude. Bro, I wish. They finally, they finally <laughs> give up. And they realize... Uh, big problem. How are we going to get him down? <laughs> we didn't bring anything to cut him down with. <laughs> the only thing oh. they had were road flares. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that cannot yeah. be how this it's went. It's actually out. true. <laughs> oh my god. So they melted Dude. said fucking... So here's the thing, right? You think road flares... Wait, they out could... of all things... Here's the thing. Road flares? <laughs> you think that road flares could cut through ba- basically anything, because it's like it's like plasma at this point. Shows up to hang out with you guys with duct tape and road flares. Hey, you guys want to hang out? <laughs> road flares are meant for signaling. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, they're not. They're... they're not cutting devices. <laughs> well, they operated as cutting devices. Yeah, because it's, cause it's, it's plastic tape. <laughs> Around your body, you're like, yeah, Jesus. Christ. And they're like, let's melt you out because at least we'll get some sort of footage out of this. And let's just say that it was not long till I was up in the tree, and then I was not up in the tree anymore. <laughs> How high were you? Up Ask me if the panties lasted. I doubt it. No, <laughs> the, the panties broke. My my junk was out. It was cold. People were like. Damn, bro, you have a small dick. I'm like, fuck you, it's fucking negative you know, weather out. You know fuck what would have been the funniest thing in the world, though? Is if you hit the ground and then shit all over the place. No, dude, you know what the fucked up thing is? The next day, I finally shit, and it wasn't one of those, holy fuck, I gotta get to the bath immediately. It was like, this is just a regular shit. And I had like seven laxative candies. Eight. Eight laxative candies. They're like, these are guaranteed to make it work. <coughs> Never worked. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you know, to be honest, Joe, I'm glad I met you after that phase of your life. <laughs> that's, that's the... Right? Yeah. That's the dark star I grew up with. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Dude, we did such questionable things back then. I can remember one time... Um. I showed up to uh, Anthony and and Ryan's Clear. house, Twitch, Twitch and Twitch and Rise house, and um, I showed up, and for whatever weird reason, I wasn't supposed to be there, and his dad came out, and I woke his ass up, and he's like, 
get the fuck out. And I'm like, I'm sure see the guy. He carried me. Context, context. Uh, open door policy. He wasn't sitting at my front door, knocking on the door. He was inside the house. <laughs> he carried me out of Leisurelands physically and threw me the fuck out. He's like, you don't come back here unannounced ever. He literally fucking threw me out physically. We were like in the kitchen making a bologna and cheese sandwich. <laughs> like, what? Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Do you guys know I, where the mustard and he's is? Like, How did you get here? And I'm like, I walked. And he's like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, yep. And he's like, well, walk the fuck back because you're not staying here. I was like, oh, okay. I mean... I mean, like, that's, a, that's how, I would imagine that's how somebody would react. <laughs> Bro, he carried me. I was kicking and screaming. I was like, I just want to hang out. <laughs> nope. You're out. Gone. Physically removed me from the situation. The good old days. Yeah. That's wild. But, uh, so back to, like, sparring and stuff like that. Uh, what's your favorite combo or submission or go to? Go to. So, or the most comfortable with? Uh, <coughs> oh, wait. Excuse me. I, I separate my martial arts probably a lot more than I should. Uh, my one of my go tos. Uh, I love love eating the liver. Love liver shots. Love love taking the body. <clears throat> and a uh, real good way to do that. Real simple, easy way to do that. Come in with a jab. You just lob big right overhand. If you ever hit somebody with an overhand right, they were sleeping. They were asleep when you hit them. <laughs> they come from all the way back here. Haymaker. Take an arc. Bob. So if they train and that lands, it shouldn't have landed. <laughs> Throw a big overhand right. And of course they block it. Well, when you block it, hands come up. And it drops your head down nice and low. Big left hook to the liver. Everybody has a bad time except for you. Just <laughs> yeah. Sweet. you over. Hell yeah. yeah. I uh I'm a huge fan of I'm a huge fan of uh dropping people with the body more than the head. And I know this is gonna make me sound like a psychopath. <laughs> I don't think so because they, like, they are they are those are the best fights I've ever watched. Are the sweet shots. Yeah. But to know like how much of a man you are is taking shots to the body. Yeah. Because <laughs> you hit in the wrong spot, dude, I don't care who you are, you're going down. Dude, I give Unless me, you're me, I make my kids take rib shots often. <laughs> we just trade off. And my ten year old right now, I don't know what when he attached the sledgehammer to his arm, but those rib shots that he can throw now suck. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> On a real level. Yeah. It feels like a grown man hitting you, but it's just concentrated in this little tiny 10-year-old fist. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much surface area. It's spread out. <laughs> when you uh, when you jabs. hit somebody in the head and they go to sleep, lights out. Right. Yeah. When you hit somebody in the body and they go to sleep, you get to watch them suffer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're literally shutting down. <laughs> I know. You don't, you, don't, Slow. you don't go out. Yeah. But your body uh, shuts down. Yeah. yeah. It's, Literally. It's like a nerve block. Yeah. yeah. Your body goes, we're sitting down now, thank you. Yeah, that's not good. We can't keep doing this standing thing. <laughs> what are so, these legs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, I love I love eating the body on stand-up. 
That's a big one. Jab, big overhand right, Sweet. left hook to the body, double jab in, big right hook to the body. Uh, one I've been messing with recently is like jab, left hook, left head kick. The hard one to pull off. You got to be real flexible. Mm-hmm. I'm real flexible, so I can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't look like I'm flexible. <laughs> no, I trust you. No, I was just... But when it comes to like uh, like jitsu, uh, go my go to subs are the the darts choke, which is a little complicated to describe. But you, you know. showing us on Joe, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm the, serious. Uh, Let's the, see how it goes. The head arm triangle. Uh, I've got. It's almost like a, like a guillotine kind of. Yeah, it's almost like a backwards. So the darts is opposite. You know what, you know what a triangle looks like? Yeah. Uh, triangle choke works because. <clears throat> you're taking the arm and the shoulder, and you're collapsing crowded artery on one side, mm-hmm. and your leg collapses the crowded artery on the other side. With the dart stroke, it's the same concept, except I'm using my arms. Mm. And it happens from the top instead of the bottom. But the triangle could also happen sounds, from the top. Sounds uh, like a lot of pressure. It is. <laughs> it is very much a pressure nice. joke. Both of those pressure pressure chokes. Yeah, pressure's always good. So, um, most chokes in jiu-jitsu happen... Because of a lack of blood flow, not a lack of air. Right. Uh, the reason for that is you can cut air off. If I told you to hold your breath, how long do you think you could hold your breath? 20 seconds, maybe. Ten, maybe. Mm. Both of those numbers are still longer than mm. how long you can go without blood going to your brain. Oh, yeah. This is true. Realistically, you cut the blood flow off to the brain. You go to sleep in if if you if you train jujitsu and you know how to conserve a little bit of oxygen, yeah. you know the little tricks, tense your neck up, blowing your throat out, mm-hmm. <clears throat> doing this kind of kind yeah. of stuff. You um look like a sweet boy. Well, it's almost like pilots, <laughs> pilots doing like G force. It's, it's actually almost exactly the same They're thing. They're doing that yep. gesture. Someone wraps their neck a choke on you. You pull That's the tricks sweet. out of the book. You go to sleep. Five seconds. Wow. If you can't create any space, if you can't get blood flow back to your brain, you got five seconds of consciousness. If you're not trained and you don't know the tricks and your body doesn't instinctively react, be react and start yeah. pushing stuff up, you're going to sleep one to three seconds. Yeah, because you think how fast blood travels to your yeah. body. You know? <laughs> For real, dude. So if it doesn't have that, night, night. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's a, big, a big reason why I like jujitsu over a lot of other martial arts is because it's not... It's not relying on me being able to knock someone out. It's not relying on me being able to, you know, overcome or well, kind of overcome. Yeah, but it's all right. Outsmart. So like, here's 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 a good uh, way to put it. Uh, if I'm the best boxer in the world and the guy in front of me is on PCP, <laughs> good luck. I'm probably not knocking him out. Yeah, no way. Right. <laughs> I don't care how much PCP you're on. If I wrap my arms around your neck, you're going to sleep. Right. Yep. This is true. So that's why jujitsu. Part of the reason why jujitsu became so popular is is because no matter the circumstance, if you apply it correctly, it works. It's not like you know, you got guys with with chins of steel. You kick them in the face. Do you not to cut you off or anything like that? But do you think jujitsu became popular because of the technique, or it became popular due to the advertisement? Okay, so. Jiu-Jitsu became popular because of UFC 1. 
Do you guys ever watch UFC 1? Mm-hmm. So UFC 1 was carefully crafted to where Gracie made it to the finals and had a good fight. They put him in situations where jiu-jitsu would be advantageous. They put him in against a boxer who doesn't know how to fight on the ground. And before they brought that boxer in, now uh, the boxer they brought him in against, Art Jimerson, phenomenal boxer. Uh, I think at the time he was rated 7th or 8th in the world. Wow. Before the fight started, they brought him into the back, gave him a crash course on jiu-jitsu where all they did was scare the shit out of him. <laughs> and tell him he could die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So he probably could die. That kicked off the the jujitsu craze, and then the main reason why I think jujitsu continues to be popular in common culture is because it's so successful in mixed martial arts. People see it working and go, "Oh, that works." Uh, another another big reason why I think jujitsu is so popular is because it's it's for the most part a lot of schools you go to it's it's very informal you go into a karate school it's yeah, very they, like yeah they give you your gi yeah. they give you your uh, your first belt before you earned it and they're like this could be you <laughs> so you know one you day bought this all, land you could all be all this. yours <laughs> you could bought all this freaking gear and now you're here you ever uh, you see any uh, krav maga training yeah what's that look uh it looks like garbage it, looks, it, it, it is looks, a krav maga master would fucking kill you uh krav maga master would kill you only lives in israel well american krav maga so we should designate a separation there um, yeah. okay israel krav maga let's pretend you're in israel <clears throat> true krav maga and you're talking to a krav maga master he would fucking murder you he wouldn't Every, stop the blood to people. your head for a minute or unless two. he's not on he the, would cut your throat he's, from ear not, to ear if he's not on the ground that could well because it's a lethal it's not made yeah, no to, that's it's well, not made to no, like, so leave somebody alive let's 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 clear this up a lot of people have this misconception <coughs> all effective martial arts are lethal oh yeah they're designed to kill not to compete right so uh krav maga like real krav maga that you see out where krav maga it's all stand up though. It, it's, it's 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 no it's not all stand up um, really? It's almost primarily weapons training. Yeah. Because it's a military martial art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're in the military, you have a weapon. Guns run out of bullets. Yeah. That's just Knives true. don't run out of bullets. I didn't think of it that way. Yep. So, I've seen movies where the guys throw the guns at the people and they knock out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, not a thing. I've seen movies where revolvers have like 25 rounds in them. It's true. I, so fu- that's, that's, <laughs> I fully agree with that you can disarm but basically everyone but i i definitely think i i have never thought of krav maga like uh like that like you use it as like a secondary as opposed to a primary but okay so you divided the two and you said the american is just sloppy as hell american krav maga is very street much fighting for the most part from what i've seen now i take that with what i'm saying where I've seen and how I've seen is very McDojo drink the Kool-Aid. Hmm. Here's the thing about... I can agree with that. I do... I, I, I yeah, do bomb rush that, yeah. the shit out of everyone that you fight and you literally have no physical stance or... Well, you go there to train and you go home with like just about broken fucking bones and shit because somebody yeah. wanted to show off how he, tough they were to somebody who's and, never and, trained ever. And the fact that you lived through that was the training. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The... Uh, one of the big 
issues with what I see in Krav Maga that I've seen. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to specify that. That's my jacket. I was like, what the Sorry. hell? <laughs> I got a. You're good. You're good. It's nice and warm in here. Though, yeah, it's finally. getting toasty. <laughs> um, the what I've seen, and I'm gonna designate that because I'm sure there are schools and people who do things that are legit. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to do a blanket statement that all Krav Maga sucks. No, oh, it's, it's the same way. It's, any gym it, yeah, you go exactly. To. You see that yeah. with with everything Brazilian yeah. Jiu Jitsu. You see it with boxing. You see it all over the place. The issue with Krav Maga in the way that I see it, from what I've seen, is what they teach really typically only works on a willing partner. If I hold a gun up at you, there is no way you're going to take my gun faster than I can move my finger that far. Yeah, no way. Okay? No possible way. The other issue that I see with Krav Maga is they teach weapons training. Now, I, I, I do weapons training. What I do is a scream. I do Dos Aparos, which is a 12-strike system. It originated from the Philippines. Uh, it's designed to fight with a machete, but they do it with knives. It's basically anything you can put in your hand. Yeah, pretty much hand weapon. Yeah. Right. First rule you learn when it comes to knife fighting is if I have a knife and you have a knife, or you have a knife and I don't have a knife, I'm getting into a knife fight, I'm going to get cut. Absolutely. Not if you're the crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. That's because he had a fucking knife. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Every knife. time somebody yeah. brings up a knife, knife, that just goes in my head. And I'm like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. not far off. The, uh, and you see it in, in a, lot of, a lot of these Krav Maga and offshoots. And don't even get me started about Sistema. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garbage. They don't. They don't instill that concept. They teach you a fundamental of how to block someone trying to stab you. Or they teach you an idea of how to use a knife without the the knowledge of the consequences. If I swing a knife at you and you reach out and, you know, I'm a little faster or slower than the person that you trained with, I'm going to cut you. Yeah. It might not be deep, but I'm going to cut you. You're getting cut. Even if I'm the same speed, but I can swing with more power or I know how to wrap the knife when you grab my wrist. Or even if both of you get cut, you still so get cut. You're getting yeah. cut. You're going to yeah. bleed out, probably, because you're hitting major artery. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> the other issue with Krav Maga that I see is uh, a lot of the techniques that they teach that are correct are incomplete. Oh, yeah. So you'll see them showing like a rear naked choke. But they don't show you that a rear naked choke really only works... When you have your hooks, you have to control the hips for the choke to work. Yeah. If I don't control the hips, you turn, and I'm no longer choking you. Yeah. You know, they show... Uh, Not my fat ass. <laughs> you put your fucking arms around my neck, more than likely I'm going to sleep. <laughs> they, I'm not rolling. I'm not moving around. They'll show a... a giving up. A guillotine. Now, if <laughs> I... know how to get you in bed. Just take a nap. <laughs> if you guys... Do, you, do any of you have any martial arts experience? Yes. Shut up, Shut up, Joe. <laughs> I watched Enter the Dragon like 1900 times. You know what a guillotine looks like? Yeah. Sure do. Sure do. <laughs> Mortal yeah. no, Put your you hands. The neck. No, no, that's a, naked, that's a rear naked choke. He just showed a <laughs> rear naked choke. Guillotine. Put your hands like your guillotine. Yeah, like you're trying you to your I want everyone to do it. This is, a, this is a group exercise. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You link at the waist and then you hook around the bottom. Okay. Person's head is here. Yep. Finish that guillotine. You're you wrap your legs. Well, and then you 
wrench back. They have to be in front of you. It's almost like a rear it's... naked choke, but you have your leg Joe, involved Joe, and everything else. Talk into the mic. Oh. You have your uh, rear naked choke almost, except not because like your head is choke. there. And then, yeah, it's, it literally is like a front <laughs> naked choke because you're <laughs> wrenching the body against itself. You're literally stretching them out. Because I know I've been I've been rear naked uh, I've been rear naked choked and guillotined by a two hundred and forty pound man. Let so, me tell you, none of that is fun. So yeah, I've had a guillotine on me, and I thought yeah. my neck broke. Mm-hmm. The uh, they just cracked my neck. It actually felt good after I realized I wasn't going <laughs> to die. But yeah, when you didn't die, what he said out. is what most people think, and it's what what places that don't really know what they're doing teach. You do not fall back on a guillotine. It is not an. It's not a falling back arching motion. The guillotine happens, pulling the hand, and dropping the elbow. That's all it is. Huh. Deep breath in. This hole is your neck. If I go backwards, it stays the same. It stays the same. Oh. When I drop the elbow, that hole disappears. Sit you down. Yeah. Now you go to sleep. Interesting. So you're twisting the neck as opposed... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You actually see some of the top guys in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world are finishing the guillotine here uh, for the non-visual people here. Instead of grabbing the hand like a shotgun, they rotate over and they stick the webbing between their thumb and their forefinger on the wrist and press their hand out. Okay. Sweet. So, so kind of like twisting real them. quick, I just had a weird idea. I don't know if this is possible. Where do you train? Tri-State. Tri-State? Let's bring a, <laughs> Can we have a KDJ podcast yeah. day? And do a spar? I mean, training? Learning day? I'm sure we could set Learning that up. Day. What, what he means is, the, I'm going to stand on the side. No, no, you're going to get involved. <laughs> Bro, I'm not, though. <laughs> and we're just going to go up there and do some training. I don't, yeah, I don't oh, see yeah. why not. That I love rolling with the boys, bro. I could get you an interview with a couple black belts. I could get you an interview with a couple pro fighters. We might have to do. I this. don't even care about the interview. I just want to have fun on a mat. We can Take do that too. The adventure, <laughs> adventure. See, trip. this is perfect. You and Joe, Joe, ex Superman athletic, still kind of Superman athletic. On cocaine. Uh, yeah. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> Superman was on cocaine. Was. <laughs> Put that out there. Don't You're worry, not supposed I'll to snort the kryptonite. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. Let's go. That'll you, kill you. You guys can roll around. And, and you I will commentate. describe what's happening. Yeah. That's I a think perfect be situation. Cool. Things that are coming soon. Like, I always... I don't know. I always looked at people doing... Like, my buddy who lives up in New York, he's big. I don't know exactly what he does, but he does sparring tournaments, and he's all into that stuff. I'm like, yeah. yo, I miss that stuff. Like, I wrestled. Do you ever for, watch him spar? Did you ever see him compete? Like, videos and stuff like that. What does that. he wear? Uh, your standard... Karate like jumpsuit kind of deal. Okay, so here's a question that you might not have an answer for. Does the gi fold over all the way, or does the gi come to the belly button? And then... it's 2022, so let me see if I can pull them up on uh, <laughs> a social Google. media. So well, you guys talk while I look them up. I will definitely tell you that my training was mainly um, in Koikon, which is the very basic karate, and it was literally um, uh, self defense. But then I evolved to a little bit of Muay Thai, and I evolved into a slight bit of ninjutsu. But it's an, it's another thing. Like, you don't know what is, like, exactly the 
normal training. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of course. I remember and being a little that kid. That was it, yeah. That's, that's, um, that's a big thing in martial arts is I, growing up, I talked a lot of, I talked a lot of trash about karate. Oh, yeah. I thought karate was garbage. Yeah. Because at Me and my 14, brother quit after I could put rounds down years. with black belts and karate. Uh, I used to run a gym in Stroudsburg, right in yeah. front of the retro. Mm-hmm. And we brought a an Olympic level karate instructor in. Guy was big, probably six seven, <clears throat> walking around about three hundred pounds and athletic. He was on the Egyptian national team for karate. Now, when I tell you that dude could throw down, I mean that dude could throw down. Mm-hmm. I bet real deal. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you can tell. That's Brazilian jiu jitsu. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he could tell just from a picture. Yeah, I can tell from positioning yeah but that shit always just looks fun like it is it's a ton of fun um oh yeah but so uh that's not to say that karate is there there is no perfect martial art never yep um the only perfect martial art is everything combined it's the one that works (laughs) no that's perfect that's That's actually one that works that's exactly the the answer (laughs) the answer to that question changes second by second the one that works now might not be the one that works now I know this. Absolutely. Yeah, if but I know it, a guy it, can stand, I don't want to stand. If I know a guy can roll, I don't want to fucking roll. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So like you say, one that works today might not work tomorrow. No, I'm saying one that works now might not work now. No. <laughs> right, but I think yeah, it's based no, upon like your opponent kind of deal. Based on what what they're doing. Well, you know, yeah, it's kind training. of like the whole... I think part of it is like that mentality of being able... As much as you have the motions down, you want to be able to assess the correct way and the correct level of force to use as well. Like, because it's not necessarily always a situation where you want to like snap somebody's neck or break their leg or snap their arm or something, or even make them pass out. Sometimes maybe you just want to have a good talking to, and they're not listening enough. Want to and should are two very different things. Well, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. So this is a weird question to ask. So I'm not into like this whole world, but. When you're training, like, your brother's a fighter, like, professionally or whatever, and you're up there, too. Now, you know who you're going against, right? Yeah. When it comes to big fights. Now, do you watch film on that person? If there is. Who would win between you and your brother? Uh, Say it. It's on the <laughs> yeah, internet forever. But it depends Say it. It's on the internet it, forever. It, Everybody's no depending. Uh, no, I'll say this in front of him. I don't right now. It yeah, he doesn't care. on he what here. we're doing. I will tell you one thing about Ant. He sucks punches. Like, it's something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can take hits yeah. so all day, every day. To give you... He to, can take hits To put that in, in context, uh, Anthony is a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. I have a solid record in everything except jiu-jitsu of and oh So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been doing it for about as long as he has. Yeah. His jiu-jitsu is years beyond mine. Yeah, because he's... Years. He, but when it comes to, to striking... Oh yeah, we're on a, a I have pretty level. Brother, I have what, beat your. You guys are talking on each other. Hold on, his, I'm his, out. Well, you beat him in striking before he start training. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, our striking is 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 pretty toe and toe, um, tech technical wise. However, he is about five foot eight, and I'm about six feet tall. Yeah, he's so about 175 pounds. I'm about 270 pounds, and I'm faster than him. Oh yeah. <laughs> so 
even footing on technique. He's only a little bit weaker than I am, surprisingly. He's very strong. Uh, but I'm faster than him. So it will more than likely go in my favor simply on a size thing. But, I mean, that's a loaded question. I know. That's uh, why I asked. It's a good question I'm not afraid to, to answer that question. Uh, if you asked him, he would probably say him in every aspect. And if you ask me... I would tell you that in it depends. But does it come down to just brother's ego? For oh, for him to say it's him for both you. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Well, no. I don't know. They're Not both, for me. I, I, like I, I have I have no qualms with saying that if if we end up on the ground ninety times out of a hundred, I could have just said nine times out of ten. <laughs> I'm, we'll I'm make going it, to we'll make an advance for people. bigger numbers. Sound better. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm, the way it works. I'm going to sleep or I'm getting a broken limb. Yeah. On the feet. Time out. There we go. Beautiful. On the feet, it's the win. I, uh, I think I definitely hold the advantage. Yeah, absolutely. On the feet, when you mix the two, he's got a lot more experience mixing the two than I do. Yeah. So he'll be able to drag me to the ground. But you probably said this before. But you, you prefer being on the ground than stand up. Me specifically? Or is it, yeah. Oh, I. Or is it the same? Or do you do you have a preference? He likes standing up. He like likes the haymakers up. and the rib shots. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. no, throwing throwing hands is my second love. Yeah. And yeah. being on the ground is my third love. And your first love? Motorcycles. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we didn't Not we didn't go women. into this yet either, but they were dirt. No, that's bike. like number six. They were dirt. <laughs> <laughs> they were dirt yeah, bike racers beer. before. They- <laughs> They were dirt bike Fifth racers the before they got into martial arts yeah, and my, everything else. My dad was a sponsored rider, uh, race motocross. I grew up around bikes. I got my first motorcycle when I was three. Two strokes. Two strokes. Yeah. Only way to go. So, uh, I hate strokes two strokes. strokes. Really? Stroke. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no way. You can't. It's not possible. I got, I've got. i got a little bit of everything. Um, I grew up riding, racing, uh and in my adult life, I spend just about every spare dollar I have on motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, bikes Bikes are my first love. Throwing hands is my second love. Jiu-Jitsu's up there. But those, oh, yeah. Those two things beyond all. So are you just limited on Jiu-Jitsu, or do you venture out? What do you mean by that? In, like, styles. Oh, no, I, I definitely, you know, I... Like, are you strictly just focused on the jiu-jitsu itself, or do you practice other styles as well? No, I practice other things as well. Um, we have a uh, a very good wrestling coach at our gym. Uh, I do wrestling. Uh, my coach is a, a very solid judo background. So, I do judo. My judo is mediocre. Um, we do jiu-jitsu, obviously. Uh in in the modern day, when people say Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it's it's not like how it is with karate, where you like when you do karate, you do Ishinru karate. Yeah, right. When people Ishinru. say they do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is such a a young martial art in the grand scheme of things that if you do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you also wrestle, you also do judo, you also do it's samba. A combination, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, because um, isn't like that's like the it's like new... all the best aspects of ground game. But isn't it like the Absolutely. newest of the new Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Yeah. Uh, one of them. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu actually originates from Judo, which originates from Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is only... It's like the mud of the sport, right? 
Yeah, pretty much. What? Like the mutt. Oh, like if you had a yeah. dog of mixed yeah. breeds of everything, you're like, yeah, it's a mutt. Yeah. That's like the mutt of the sport. So if if you, in in any period in time, if you did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you also did Judo. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in judo, they call ground techniques. Yeah, it was ground, yeah. There, there is ground techniques in judo, and they are very, very similar to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Can we talk about how some of the best videos online are, well, I have two things to say here. One, like the fake BJJ guys <laughs> getting called out it, yeah. by people who are just, like, dropping in. Yeah. It has to be one of my absolute favorite things to see, like, a super calm, composed, young guy go in and just be like, where did you train at? And I just, I love watching it because I like people getting called on, like, complete horseshit. But also, like, the complete fake, culty karate where, like, they, like, I'll touch you and you'll fly across the room shit. You have Instagram? One inch Uh, punch. Do you follow McDojo? Oh, uh, that's the, yeah. No, I don't follow him, but I know who you're talking about. He does. He does cover that. Yeah. In in extent, like, yeah. That's that's probably where I've seen most of them. Actually, the <laughs> the, the concept of the the no touch knockout or chi blasts or yeah, that's whatever stupid. you want to call it. Also, also within that is when people show up and then shot. break somebody's nose because they think they're just gonna like yeah. M- build this mental block that they're not going to punch through. I'm like, no. So yeah, definitely. I agree. If you're, the, if you think you're the next airbender, you're shot. It's crazy. <laughs> and when people will say, people even say like, Oh, it's boy, cause you don't believe in it. It's like, well, how effective is that? Then? <laughs> don't Nobody believes in it. Hold on. Let me, let me negotiate this before we get into this yeah. physical altercation <laughs> and explain to you the the techniques I'm going to use. Yeah. Because that's how that you know, always goes. You know out. what really fucking pisses me off? People that have been like, I've been in thousands of fights and I've never lost one. Bro, I've been in thousands of fights and have won less than 90% of them. If you didn't get your brains kicked in, you didn't do it right. Because I've been beaten up more times by people that you couldn't even imagine could beat me up. Totally beat the fucking You're shit You're not supposed to go into all fights naked, Joe. Is- I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on if you're that baby oil period. probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> uh-uh. So what I've you're seen saying those is women wrestle fighting <laughs> is on not the hub. The women <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> so what you're saying is I shouldn't finish. What the fuck? <laughs> I've seen those women, dude. They do a pretty good job. <laughs> you seen the guy that does the? Uh, he's like the defend yourself against the oh, weapons the guy. Dust. I see him on TikTok. He's a he's a black guy. Yep, Dust, uh, Detroit Urban Survival <laughs> Tactics or something like that. No, when he was talking about something over there, I was like, "That's all that came to my head," and I wanted to say it then. So, there is a uh, world famous, world champion level jujitsu practitioner who has issued a fifty thousand dollar challenge to this Dust guy. That's so great. He wants him to. Come that makes in. me so happy. He wants him to come in. He will pay him. $50,000 to come in and roll with one of his young female purple belts. <laughs> <laughs> now, for people that don't know, he should. belt rankings in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu go white, blue, purple, purple. Yeah. brown, black. 
I would just be like, Hadouken and take him down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'd bring my Nerf gun like he's going to bring. <laughs> Wait, did you ever see that one kid that did it? He was like, so you like pulled the gun at him and he's like, and he's like, no. This is not how we do it. I was like, no, you dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it happens. How it happens. <laughs> you, you see that in a lot of um, what I would consider not good martial arts. Uh, it where... makes me mad that people make money off of that shit. Oh, no, you're not even in the world and it makes you mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the demonstrations work because the, the partner, the the person being demonstrated is ready to be disarmed is knows ready what's to gonna be, happen yeah. well yeah and I, I feel like most people in that situation playing that role aren't willing to go to the level that they'd be going to when it was for real but realistically yeah, no, that yeah. dude reminds me of no fun he's like when you watch the church videos and it was like Take the devil out of you and they fly back. <laughs> That's what that dude reminds me of. I'm like, so this is what you're going to do and we're going to film it. I'm going to use yeah. my power right now. Was... <laughs> That's what it reminds me yeah. of. I'm Fucking like, Dragon Ball Z over there. Come on, let's go. I was doing a seminar one time. Uh, not teaching. Learning. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And the world champion level black belt was teaching. And the guy he was demonstrating on, he took around the neck. The guy started struggling. Like trying to fight it off. During the demonstration, which, like, don't do that. If you go to a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, if, if you listen to this episode and you're like, I really want to try martial arts. And you go and you try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and you're drilling and the, it's you're, you're learning a technique. This is time to learn. This is not time to learn how to fight against it or how to combat someone fighting against yeah, it. Yeah, you're part of a demonstration. This is part of a demonstration. Except even it. even yeah. if so, if you're being demonstrated on or if you're with your partner after the demonstration has happened and you're learning this technique and like practicing you, it on each other, be compliant. You get fucked up if you're not. So I watched this guy <laughs> fighting this choke during the demonstration. Black belt didn't even, didn't even blink. Just, just bang. <laughs> put him right out. Yeah. Well, what are you doing when you're, I mean... <laughs> you're there to learn like you're like all right so we're gonna it's like wrestling because like when you i mean i'm only saying wrestling because that's what i've done but you go through moves and stuff like that and you're learning you do something wrong you're putting that person in a bad position you know yeah yeah it's it's um just because you're not resisting doesn't mean it doesn't work it works when you're resisting if the other person knows how to to, to combat that Right, no, is right. That the, it's the point of that. But right. you, you you learn everything like first first you crawl, yeah, and then yeah. you walk, yeah, yeah. So everything <laughs> you don't learn how to do an armbar in the middle of a match or a roll. You learn how to do an armbar, and then you have a match or you roll. You learn how the armbar looks ideally, and how to do it in the ideal situation, and then there's complications, and you learn how to deal with complications as they come. Absolutely. You don't learn it with the complications because then you're going to learn it incorrectly. Yeah. So, question. Answer. So you said you wrestle. You little dabble, bit. You dabble in it. A little bit, it. yeah. Do you like running legs? I'm a Greco guy. I don't even touch legs. No? <laughs> well, when you're uh, when you're fighting dudes who could be 235 pounds plus, I don't, I don't want to be underneath that guy. It's true. It's this true. is my advantage. Yo, the coolest thing, I don't need technique. The I coolest just need thing, this. though, I did see ever was we were at this wrestling tournament and we wrestled this god awful school. And I watched my buddy run a cradle with legs and pin the dude. With his legs. With his legs. That's nuts. And we were 
dying. And our coach looked at us and was like, shut it. And I'm like, but he's getting pinned by somebody who's running legs and put him in a cradle. I'm like, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And that's like, that's when I truly learned to respect legs. Yeah. Because it's fun. Yeah, your legs are stronger than your arms. Hell yeah. You just can't hold stuff. And people don't ever understand that at all. Yeah, if I'm trying to manipulate your body, chances are I'm not doing it with my my arms. Mm -mm. Chances are I'm doing it with my legs. If I'm trying to manipulate your limb... Yeah, because you have more power with your legs. Yeah, exactly. If I'm trying to manipulate a limb individually, your leg, one leg. Or your arm, one arm. Or your neck, one neck. People have more than one neck. That'd be weird. Uh, I mean, oh uh, yeah. So I, chins. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at that point, you use your arms because you need the the ability to grasp. And we're not monkeys; we can't grasp with our feet. Unfortunately, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'd be so much better at jujitsu. Oh no, I've seen that lady that shoots that bow and arrow with her feet. Well, she got no arms. You learn to adapt. Yeah, you learn to adapt. So yeah, but she can't choke you out with her arms. She can choke you out with her feet, though. <laughs> Probably not. If I had to guess, triangle choke doesn't use your arms. I, I'm fairly certain any human being on the planet that doesn't have arms will lose against me in anything you want to talk about in a physical altercation. Unless you both have a bow and arrow. Well, that's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Touche. I've seen that lady. <laughs> that bow and arrow is a son of a bitch. She Where the hell did you get one of those? Yeah. Where'd you pull that from? You, I, you don't have arms. I didn't bring fuck? one. <laughs> Yo, can I get one too? <laughs> you didn't get the memo? <laughs> well, hell yeah. I, I think uh, we have to definitely uh, thank you for coming out. and uh, oh, Thank you for inviting invite me. Invite you again. I right, said so real quick, and then we'll end it. Who's your favorite fighter? UFC style. Uh, you gotta ask the question. So here's, here's the issue with that question. I don't watch. You don't watch? No. No. All right, we'll leave it there. All right, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a reason for that. Commercialized garbage. They'll suck. Yeah. It is all commercialized. No, no, all the fighters, like, for the most part, they all suck. Yeah. Like, even at the world champion level, like, they're, they're fantastic fighters. Don't get me wrong. But, like, their kickboxing isn't fantastic. You're not their skillful. isn't fantastic. No, they're skillful. I'm, but, like, all right, I'm not saying, like, skillful like that. I'm saying it's... Like you said, it's a commercial thing, but yeah, when it comes down to technique, one. okay, yeah, te- technique, yeah. that's what I meant. You take uh, the, the, a real good example, uh, take Conor McGregor. Not good. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not a fan of he him. Was, he was a knockout yeah. artist. He yeah. was considered yeah. one of the best strikers not in MMA. Good, and then he had that boxing match with Floyd Mayweather, and Floyd Mayweather carried him to, what, the seventh round and then put him to sleep at will? Yeah. That was all... Yeah. Well, well, I don't care how much of a cash grab so it was. The, I'm saying that's all that was. If, it was a cash grab. If it's on TV... Yeah, is, that's what it is. It is 100% about entertainment. Oh, yeah. It is not about the belt. It is not about the clout. It is 100% about entertaining an audience. Right. And that's all that it is. But I promise yeah. you, and I'm not a Mayweather that's fan. That's why Dana White has a really, really big house now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a Mayweather fan. Uh, the only reason McGregor made it into, I think it was the seventh round he knocked him out. The only reason him. he made it into the seventh round is because Mayweather carried him to the seventh round. Yeah, he yeah. let him. But I didn't know if you like like somebody that was like an underdog or was like not no, known I, that like you like the technique. I've got a guy. Uh, we cornered him once. He came up to the area. He's, he, I think he's from Ohio originally. Took a fight on like a week's notice. Came down from Ohio by himself. 
took a fight against a local local bad boy. Like this dude was this dude was was a force to be reckoned with. The guy's name is uh, Chris Curtis. Just made it into the UFC recently. I met him personally. Super super cool guy. Super nice guy. Uh, he's got good hands. He's got good hands. Like when I say good hands, <coughs> I mean he's got. They're he's he's phenomenal. So if you're gonna ask me who my my favorite fighter actively fighting in the world stage right now, it's got to be Chris Curtis because like. The dude is a force to be reckoned with, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a world champion in the next couple of years. Everybody's got to love Sweet. good striker, man. <laughs> it's the most fun fights to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, they opinion. are fun, though, but I like watching like the techniques come in. and yeah. rather watch somebody get like submissed out than fucking knocked out. I don't know. I like, you I, like I, like, I like being... You should be caught in the wrong position at the wrong time. And Knockouts for life. You do that on the facts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you heard it here. Come back and hear more. Joe, you're heard here talking to the mic. You're, you have. There you oh, there, you, there, you, there you are. are. <laughs> there you, you are. You're like, you've been talking. Oh, I know. I'm up, I'm up way past my bedtime. See, you old right folks. Right now. <laughs> I got to work at six. Yeah, I got to work at nine. Good luck. I don't have to work at all. Until next time, folks. Ryan, thanks for shopping by. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, you. Yeah, thank it you out. very much for the enlightenment. And peace. Later. Peace.